0: Welcome to CSL Midtown, and happy birthday to us, to you, to everyone listening, and everyone here present. This is a, we're 11 years old. Remember that? Yes, yes, yes. What a great idea. What a great experience. This was a wonderful idea when it was formed and started, and it still is. CSL Midtown is a great idea in the mind of God, and it is now established and continues 11 years is a really important number, and we'll talk about that more later. Whoever you are, wherever you are, if you're watching online, if you're watching next week sometime or whenever and whatever time you're doing that, I want to say thank you and welcome to, be, for, to you for being here. This is a place where you are recognized and known and understood for who you are. We know who you are. That might make somebody be nervous, but we really know who you are. We know you are an expression of the divine. So how could we do anything but love, respect, and accept you here in this place at this time? I know that as an expression of the divine, there's only one thing happening in our lives that is the same and uniform and for all of us. And that is this idea, and we say it every week, that such is the nature of life itself that all it asks and all it wants is the opportunity to appear. You are that opportunity. So am I, and so it is. So it is. Yes, so life is just showing up as each of us in our own unique ways, in our our own worlds, our own understanding of who we are. Whatever our pronouns, whatever our ideas about ourselves, whatever groups we identify with, all of that is just honored and blessed and celebrated here at the Center for Spiritual Living. So whoever you are, you're welcome. We hope to see more and more of you showing up as we have today uh, in person. But if you're not, hey, we're glad you're with us wherever you are. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing with us. Now, one of the ways to know more about who we are and what we're about is to understand something of what we believe. And so here is a word or two about our Declaration of Principles.
1: I believe. I believe. I believe in one God,
0: one absolute power and first cause to all things.
2: I believe that this power is perfect love and creates out of a desire to express love.
1: I believe all thought is creative, and how I choose to think creates my personal experience.
3: I believe in the unity of all life and the immortality of
1: the individual soul. Forever unfolding.
2: I believe, I believe,
1: I believe in the eternal goodness, the eternal goodness of God, the eternal loving kindness
0: and the eternal givingness of God to all.
3: And so it is.
0: And so it is. And so it is. Work That you'll find on our website. You'll find it all over the place. Dr. Holmes wrote it. And just before going into an interview, he was being interviewed on the radio. And they, they told the guy told him just before he went in, we're going to ask you what you believe. And he went, oops. So he stepped off of the room, grabbed a piece of paper, wrote all of these things down. And they have basically remained the same. They've been modified some. But for the most part, they are exactly as he wrote them that time. And it has proven to be a great guide for who we are and what we're about. So we continue with our birthday celebration today, and uh, we're going to hear from a couple of people to say happy birthday. So I'm going to hear first from one of our wonderful practitioners who's been around as long as, as long as God almost. Um, although there's a couple of folks here being around longer, and we got Barbara Gillery. Thank you, Barbara. Okay. Oh, Thank you, guys.
2: That wonderful, you, warm Mary. welcome. So, um, happy birthday. Uh, Welcome. Um, So wonderful to be here. Nothing is greater than being at a fun party. So, happy 11th birthday greeting to you. So, throughout this teaching, and I've been in the teaching mm, about 30 plus years, and I'm was reflecting on some of the things that I have been able to learn throughout my life. And I just want to list them out. Now, I actually titled this, I Have Learned. I have learned through my choice of thoughts to look for love where love is. I have learned through my choice of thoughts to love unconditionally. I have learned through my choice of thoughts the greatness of the universe and that I am a part of this greatness. I have learned through my choice of thoughts that I create my experiences in my life. I have learned through my choice of thoughts, to change the thoughts, my thoughts, about the people I want in my life. A challenge, but I have learned to change my thoughts about the people I want in my life. I, I have learned through my choice of thoughts that I can experience wealth health, love, creativity, prosperity, and peace by choosing thoughts of wealth, health, love, prosperity, creativity, and peace. I have learned through my choice of thoughts I am who I am today. I have learned through my choice of thoughts the power of thoughts, the freedom of thoughts, and how not to be a victim, victim, how not to be a victim. And for this, I am grateful. Thank you, Dr. Bob, thank you, CSL Midtown. Thank you, Science of Mind. Thank you to this wonderful, loving, supportive community. And so it is.
1: So it is.
0: Ah,
2: <laughs> next, next
0: we've well, been around as long or longer, and it's a, was a student with me in uh, the Science of Mind ministerial program way back in the, the day with Dr. Kennedy Schultz. And here she is, Judy Ailey.
3: <clears throat> Ooh, thank you. Well, it's nice to see people here and Um, Dr. Bob just asked if a few of us wanted to talk about what science of mind or religious science meant in our lives and what CSL Midtown means to us. So I will just say that, you know, this teaching, um, it's a practice. If you don't do practice the teaching, you know, you can read all the books, you can take all the classes, you can you know, listen to all the wonderful lectures, et cetera, et cetera, but this is a practical teaching, and we've been reading recently in our little study group about the history of new thought, and it truly is. Ernest Holmes and, and people before him and during his time, it was the thing that made it different from other spiritual teachings, that you can manifest change in your life, that you can transform your life by practicing this teaching, and that that to me just means maybe reading a, something inspirational each day, but also taking time to actually do your prayer work or your treatment work each day. So that's what that means to me, and I will just say that CSL Midtown, I feel is really established in this teaching. It Bob gives us a wonderful talk each week or you know we've had some also wonderful guest speakers that are really on principle the principles of the science of mind the principles that we use to transform our lives so i can say that i've been in some low places in my life and this teaching has saved me and and i i'm a really i have to say that my life has really been transformed by this teaching in every single way physically mentally my love life, financially, just in every way. So do it, you know, practice this teaching. So that's all I'll say, and I will say about CSL Midtown, it's a wonderful community to um, be a part of, to participate in, to support with your time and your treasures, and um, I wanna see it be here for at least 11 more years, if not more. (laughs) So anyway, it's good to see everybody here, thanks.
0: Thank you, Judy. Wow, thank you. So we will recognize some others of you later, as uh, important, and everybody that's here, of course, is important. But no, I'm going to take a minute and do it right now. So I want to recognize two ministers who are with us today. We have Reverend Angela Harmon, who's over here. We don't have a way to throw a camera on you, so just wave at us. Thank you. Angela was a founder, one of the founding ministers of this group. So glad to have you! And then we have Reverend Doctor Doctor John Carn, Doctor Doctor. Good to see you. Who at the I guess at the time of the founding was a practitioner, and later went on to become a reverend and then a Doctor Doctor. So, we are really thrilled to have you with us. You also bring your partner or husband to allow him to come every week to do all of the hard work that he does right here. Thank you, Vance, for your your endless contributions to what we're doing. So welcome. So for our practitioner of the day, we also have the Reverend, Cynthia Paulson, who will share with us uh, some thoughts, some ideas. She is also a practitioner with us, as well as a Reverend in her own right. So thank you, Cynthia.
4: Thank you, Dr. Bob. So I first discovered Science of Mind and Centers for Spiritual Living 12 years ago while I was living in Reno, Nevada. And it was at a time in my life when I was experiencing a lot of unsatisfactory life conditions. I was a lonely single mom who wasn't terribly healthy, who didn't have much of a career who struggled financially without direction or purpose, at least no purpose known to me at that time. So when I discovered that there was a spiritual path that could empower me in a way that shifted my consciousness and would make my life better, I was hooked. This is a teaching that empowers people. It makes us better versions of ourselves. It's positive, applicable, and testable. This teaching can be demonstrated. I am a walking demonstration of these principles because of all the changes that have taken place in my life. I'm not the same person I was before. Now, I would say it healed my life, but that sounds like past tense, and nobody's really finished with this work. So I will instead say with confidence, that it is healing my life. I found this center, CSL Midtown in particular, because there is no new thought CSL option where I live in Rome, Georgia, about two hours away from here. CSL Midtown resonates with me for three reasons. Principles, practice, and people. Principles, this center is principle driven. It's a teaching center with a minister and practitioners with so many combined years of experience that the wisdom here is invaluable. We can study these principles in the Sunday morning study group, in classes that are offered here, and in talks that we hear each week. Practices. We get to practice this teaching as Judy mentioned. Every time we see a practitioner give a treatment or a meditation or during the week that Dr. Bob does the spiritual empowerment sessions online and he gives treatments and affirmative prayer, we are learning how to incorporate and use these spiritual practices in our lives. People. I have met people here who I know are lifelong friends. I have found in Dr. Bob a supportive mentor, colleague, and friend. I am part of a mastermind group that some of my fellow practitioners have formed. I have met and become close friends with members of this community, not only here in Atlanta, but the ones from Atlanta and Pennsylvania who tune in. These are high consciousness people who I would never have met if it weren't for CSL Midtown. We all understand that these principles make sense. Years ago, CSL Midtown had a slogan on their website that said, making sense on Sundays. And I always loved that because this teaching makes sense. It only makes sense if we make the effort to learn it. And we learn it by participating in centers like CSL Midtown, This place is helping me become the person I'm supposed to be, my highest expression of life. So I shout out a joyful happy birthday to everyone, and it is my honor and great privilege to take this into a celebratory treatment for us today. Would you join with me in knowing that there is only one, one power, one presence, one life, it's God's life. I call it God and we can also call it spirit, infinite intelligence, the one mind. It doesn't matter what we call it because it just is and it is good and only good. I know that I am one with this power, with this presence and with this life. I know I live and move and have my being in it I know this is true for me. I know this is true for everyone, everyone watching, listening, and present right here in this room. I know that this power for good unfolds in my life, and the more I am aware of it, the more good I see revealed to me. And this is a joyful, wonderful thing, and I celebrate it. I celebrate it today as CSL Midtown. I celebrate the people that are here and those that are watching online. I celebrate their expressions of spirit in the world. I celebrate the principles of science of mind and everything that it stands for and the way that it empowers people to live their best life. I say yes to this wisdom of this gift. I give great thanks that this is the way life works, that I understand spiritual law and we all can understand this law. I give great thanks for Center for Spiritual Living, Midtown Atlanta. There is nothing more to do but release this prayer into the action of the law from a place of anticipation and a full acceptance of our good. And so it is.
0: We're We're in great shape because the clock says it's 10 till 11. So... Hang in there, folks. I'm going to talk a while. <clears throat> Not so, of course. Um, happy birthday, eleventh birthday. You know, eleven is an important number. It's an interesting number. It's a master number. It cannot. It isn't broken down. It, it in the num- world of numerology, it carries a great deal of significance. Some of you know about the whole eleven eleven movement. I don't know about you, but. Um, uh, that number started showing up in my life and just catching my attention when I, wherever I've been and when I've been. And lately, now that it's become more of a uh, thing for metaphysicians to pay attention to when eleven eleven shows up or eleven, it has even uh, gotten my attention more. You know how that works when you when you're thinking about buying a particular brand of car and it just keeps showing up and you never saw it before. Well, that's kind of the same thing with the eleven. And the number 11 means many different things. One of the things that means it's most definitely uh, clear is that it is a number for inner strength in times of chaos. He's changing the clock, so I don't get to go long. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'll do my best, I promise. Um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a number that signifies strength in times of change and times of trial. Wow. Ain't that perfect for today? This organization started and and had its first Sunday on March 4th, 11 years ago. And I have heard many times about the great talk that Dr. David or Reverend David at that time gave. And it was, it was all about marching forth and it marched forth into the newness, marched forth into the great expression of life. And, um, and here we are, still marching forth, and I'm changing that this, starting this year because I want to spring forth. I'm done with marching. I'm tired of marching. I marched for every kind of cause you can think of in my past. <laughs> I've been out there carrying signs and doing that whole thing, and, and that's a great thing to do when you're marching for something positive, something for peace instead of against something. But instead of marching, I'm ready for us just to spring I'm ready to take all of that energy and possibility and power of that infinite oneness that is available within each of us and let it loose and spring forward, spring forth. And we are springing forth. This is our, our whole theme for this month. By the way, you may have seen up there that I'm speaking on health today. That was last month. I don't know where that came from, but it got mixed in there somewhere. So we're springing forth this month into a whole new way of thinking a whole new way of expressing what we already know and who we are and how we are going to show up, how we continue to show up in the world. Here, online, and all of these other ways and places, you know, it's really important to recognize and to acknowledge the realities and the, the, the things that are happening to us, and around us in the world. We call it conditions in this teaching. It's not the truth of us, but it's the conditions in which we live. Right now, it's very comfortable in here. That's a condition. There's food on the table, and my tummy's growling. That's a condition. Truth is, I have everything I need. Truth is, cold or hot doesn't matter, unless it gets really extreme, and then I whine a lot. But the idea is that we live in a world where there are a lot of conditions right now where the number 11 or that power and strength within each of us to hold steady in the midst of trial, in the midst of trouble, really is called forth and called forward. This is our vision statement. We've been been publishing this for 11 years, probably. I don't know. I wasn't around when it started, so I'm not sure exactly when it first showed up. But it says, we are a strong, open, globally connected community centered on the clarity of principle. That's been the core piece of this teaching. That is our unique expression in this community and in our world. We stand clearly on that. Idea. Not that other people don't. This is not about us versus them. This is about us establishing a distinction. And this is our distinction in the world. We stand on principle. What principle? Science of mind principle, truth principle, new thought principle, not just a narrow version of it, but a stronger, wider version of principle that has proven and been proven to work. It's scientific as well as spiritual. That's another whole talk. I'll save you that. This goes on to say, through teaching, service, and practice, we create a safe and respectful environment that supports healthy and spiritual growth. We respect and support you and your healthy spiritual growth. <laughs> Those of you out there in TV land cannot see, I now have one, two, I have several clocks in front of me to make sure I don't go overtime. So I'm going to go overtime just to spite them all. It's it's a standard thing. So that's our established word. We stand on principle. We live out of teaching, service, and, and practice. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Practice, practice, practice. You know, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. How do you live this teaching? Practice, practice, practice. It's never done. And we live in a world that we all need to practice in order to maintain our stability in this number 11. Because we are bombarded. I believe that the world right now, the whole world, and this country in particular, is going through a double dose of PTSD. We have been hit with two big walloping things in the last five years. We got hit first. With a very, the beginnings of a very angry, combative political situation between people, where it grew not only from just disagreement and discussion to into, to physical attacks, and, and that continues. We also got, and that became so widespread. It had not been this way before. And then right on the heels of that, we got hit with a shutdown, lockdown, terrified so many people. Myself included at times with the virus and with and all that can, has come from that. And we clearly do not live in the same world we lived in five years ago or before that all started. The world, of course, we know the world's always changing. Things change is the constant if there is one. But these last few years have been radical and and drastic. We've seen things we've never experienced before. And they're both positive and not so positive. The whole thing with the virus says the whole world united in one effort. That's a beautiful thing. But it's not so beautiful when you're terrified, sitting in your apartment, afraid to go buy a, glass, you know, a quart of milk or whatever your, your situation there. So I really believe that right now, more than ever before, our message is vital. Vital to the rest of the community, and it's vital to us. It's vital to me to keep my stability, and I practice it, and I practice it, and I practice it. So this is a new beginning. We're springing forth into really going deeper in our practice. I'm doing that personally. I'm inviting you to join me in that. Our spiritual practice... See, spiritual truth is still spiritual truth. The 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 principles of prosperity still work. The principles of Peace still work. The principles of growth, of letting go of the other, of letting go of the idea that there's us and them, letting go that there's some barrier that we can't cross because people are wrong, whatever that may be. Whatever, however we identify the wrong, whatever that looks like and however that shows up, it's not true. It wasn't true. Five years ago, it wasn't true 10 years ago. It's not true now. We are all one. We are part of one universal, one universal everywhere present power that is flowing within each of us. If you are alive, then life is flowing through you and all it asks and all it wants is the opportunity to show up. You get to choose how that's going to show up. It can show up as miserable. It can show up as victimized. It can show up as sad and lonely and afraid, or it can show up as joy and power and goodness. You can actually see other people as extensions of the oneness within you. Ain't that cool? So we don't have to have strangers around us. You know, one of the things we used to say about my my granddaughter is she never meets a stranger. And it was true from from the time she was this blonde. We'd go to a restaurant, and before we got out of there, she made sure that everybody in that restaurant had noticed her one way or another. It was the cutest thing in the world, always with giggles and smiles and stuff, not from acting out, but it was everybody in the restaurant. And she wouldn't stop until she had gotten everyone's attention to notice her because they were all just part of her world. We are all part of each other's worlds and we need and we need to stand in that truth that all spiritual principle is still true and real and right. Regardless of what anyone out there is saying, regardless of what the news media is telling you, regardless of all of this back and forth in the political world, all of that stuff. What matters is that we are one. What matters is that we see each other as an expression of be. Actually, Holmes says in one place that we are each other's alter egos. Now, he means that in a real specific way. The alter ego, as in my ego and your ego, are actually part of one universal ego because we're all part of one human. Dr. Tom Johnson used to, used to start all of his talks saying, OK, how many people we got here? One. Because there's only one. So it don't matter if there's 10 people in the room or 1,000 people in the room. Still only got one. And with that truth comes the fact that you, as the one, are the center of your universe. Now think about that. You are you you know, you know, that used to be a a criticism. Oh, she thinks she's the center of the universe. Well, she is, okay? (laughs) He is. That's the truth. And I'm going to grab it, accept it, and live it because it's the truth. I am the center of the universe. Therefore, my thoughts, my beliefs, my ideas radiate out to all of the universe. And every part of it responds one way or another. It's like the butterfly effect from that great movie. It presents that. You know, you get the ideas and away they go. (sighs) So... How then shall we live how then shall we live shall we live by this divisiveness what happens when you think of the person on the other side of the aisle from you the person on the other side of the political spectrum I'm not naming names Because I know which side, not everybody is on the same side of the aisle in this room. Nor should they be. I just spent a week at my sister's and it's a house divided politically. TV upstairs is running on CNN all day and the TV upstairs on Fox News. (laughs) And these people love each other. It don't matter. Because of the deep heartfelt stuff. The heart is there. The love is there. That's how we shall live. We shall live not by base, not by conditions, but by recognizing there's a power within each of us that is greater than all the conditions. So I guess in a sideways way, this is to talk about health, because I'm talking about the condition of health as being a condition, not the truth of you. For we are all divine beings with eternal lives that go on and on and on, So health is just a a blip. Any ill health you may have happening. And there's that within you that can shift and change it. It's pretty awesome. How then shall we live? This is how we shall live. And after all my talking about not going too, too long, I'm going to stop short. I don't know which one of these clocks is right. There's all kinds of things here. But let me tell you this. This is where I want to go next. I want to talk about our Declaration of Principles because there, if there is a guidebook, I used to whine and complain. I wanted, to, I wanted a book. Somebody give me a, a, a some kind of guidebook to know how to live life, and um, and it didn't. It just there wasn't one. Declaration of Principles is that for me, because if and I'm raising it because I want you to think about whether or not you believe any of this. Because so that's what matters. It doesn't matter that we say it all together, or even when we read it all together. What matters is, do you believe it? Do you really believe in one God? One absolute power and first cause to all things. This one energy, this one power, this one something that we can't name, that's showing up as all of life. The same energy and power fires, the, fires up and, and runs the Republicans as does run the Democrats. Oh my God, Really? that run the conservative Christians and the liberal atheists. Same energy, same power. It all goes and it all shows up. Do you believe that? Think about it. I don't, you know, Answer if you want to, but think about it. That's what counts. I believe that this power is perfect love and creates out of a desire to express love. In other words, the only power in the universe wants one thing, to express love. That's why we're here. If you ever wonder, why am I here? I did. I have often and on over the years. And with every phase of my life, that question comes up again. Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? I'm old. I can't do everything I used to do. That's my whiny voice. The truth is, why am I here? I'm here to love. Because I can always love. As long as I can breathe, I can love. And, you know, when people get upset and angry and are carrying on, I can love. I can love them. I can look past the external condition into the heart of their lives and my life and say, I love them. Right after 9-11, a group of us started a prayer circle and we were praying for the world leaders at the time. And, of course, you know, that, you know who the bad guys and the good guys were as far as the U.S. was concerned, we decided we would just see all of them as three-year-olds playing together and having a great old time. Can you imagine the world leaders together as little kids just having a romp and a good time? And and so we, we, we stood strongly in the idea that our thoughts matter. And so it helped me lift myself out of the anger and the hatred and the fear and all the things that could have gotten stirred up by that hor- horrific event, and I'm not saying we pretended nothing happened because we didn't, and we don't. Not doing that now. But what we are doing is looking through, looking to that deeper place, that deeper, deeper truth, that deeper experience. I believe the power is perfect love, and it creates out of a desire to express love. I believe all thought is creative, and how I choose to think creates my personal experience. Oh no, that was my mama did that, or my daddy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Our thoughts creates our experience. Now it doesn't say you weren't handed some things that might have been tough and might have had to be healed. No question about it. But how we are now as adults, once we are beginning in charge of our own minds, that's up to us and how we believe. It's the old story. You see every you know, two people standing on a street corner see the same thing happen. Neither of them see the same thing. You see through your eyes of belief and your eyes of expectation. And, I, and you know, sometimes we don't see it all because we aren't tuned in to what's going on. What you, what I believe, all thought is creative. I believe in the unity of all life and the immortality of the individual soul, forever unfolding. Hmm. Do you? Do you think it's all over when it's, when when you fall off this conveyor belt called physical life? Makes a difference on how you feel. <laughs> I hear this voice in my head. Um, my first Sunday with you guys, which is almost five years ago now. First of April will be. I uh, got to the end of the program and stuff and I was a little bit confused about what came next because it's a different order than I was used to. And, and a voice from the back of the room said, you got it all, Dr. Bob. That's good. You know who that was? Yep. Ross. Ross Cheers. Ross Cheers, who made his transition in the middle of February, for those who may not know, who has been one of my dear friends. But when I think about that life immortal, I think about Ross just laughing and having a great old time, whatever's next, and I still hear him whisper, "Or Dr. Bob, When when I came up with this idea, let's don't march forth, let's spring forth, I heard his voice. I understand your, your perspective on that, but we had to march for our freedom. So march is a good thing. March forward. Stand on your truth. And it was, and it still is. I'm just going to spring because I just don't want to wait. So, you know, all these things, our immortality is so important for many of us. Not because we're trying to, to control or manage it or not because we have to wait till then to have a good time. It starts right now in this moment. Who you are in the immortal is all about right now and how you live and what you choose. Hmm. I believe in the eternal goodness, the eternal loving kindness, and the eternal givingness of God to all. Breathe that in. You know what a beautiful idea that is? I grew up with a very vengeful, weird kind of a God who seemed to like some people and not like some people, who seemed to do good one day and not so good the next day, who punished some people who didn't. It wasn't true, but that was what I was taught. That's why I had this whole idea, of one eternal goodness and loving kindness hmm. and givingness To all, See, our only job, really, is to receive. Receive that life coming to us and through us and get our bloated nothingness out of the way and let the divine spirits come through us and out into the world through our lives. Now, we still have a lot to do. But as far as our spiritual lives, it is to receive, to open up. We do that through meditation. We do that through service. We do that through contemplation. When Holmes talks about meditation, he's talking about contemplation, taking a single idea like that one, the goodness of God giving to me right now. What does that really mean for me? And think through, sit quietly while those ideas flow through you, and and you get an idea and thinking about that. How does it mean and where's it where does it show up? Hmm. Yeah. So that's the truth of you. It's the truth of me. And this is the beginning of a new beginning as we launch into our 12th year and grow into, actually after 12 years, you get out of high school. So, hey, we're going to grow up this year. We're going to move forward. See, because no matter what this center has been in the past, it is what it is starting right now, because that's what we got. And going forward... And we're going to launch into a whole new way of looking at and thinking about who we are and how we operate. You're going to be invited into conversations over the next month to actually talk about what are, you, what are we really needing? What makes sense in a post-COVID world, in a world that is re- still recovering from the PTSD experience of these last, last five years? What makes sense for us in terms of getting together, in terms of, t- in terms of fulfilling our mission of teaching, of service, and of practice. There, are there ways we can do that differently than we've done before?
1: All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, it's my turn to work on our affirmation of prosperity. And I invite everyone, you can use the QR code. There's a basket in the back if you're live here in person. And say with me our affirmation of prosperity. I live in a universe of abundance as I freely and joyfully give. I join in the divine flow and all that I share with life returns to me multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And if you're online, like our Facebook. If you're in here and you haven't liked the Facebook and the YouTube channel, please go do that. And so that'll raise our attendance in all of those platforms. So I'm going to give it back to Dr. Bob.
0: I mean, okay. So thank you. And um, okay. Yeah, no, I'll let that go. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's talk about, let's talk about what's happening next. What's happening next is we are launching a, and we are springing forth. Next Sunday will be a question Sunday uh, because your question is the quest you're on. So whatever questions are nagging at your personal self, they are the guidance for your next next part of your life. So next week, we're going to talk about questions. And then as we move on through the month, there'll be other aspects of this uh, idea of springing forth, springing forward. Uh, you'll also be watch your emails, please. You'll be sent emails very soon requesting, giving you the opportunity to um You'll get an email regarding our conversations we'll be having on Zoom about how we operate, who we are, what might be a better way to do things than we've been doing so far. So uh, thank you very much, and join me in our Affirmation of Life. I leave this place now knowing something better than I knew before. I go forth into the world with a heart full of love and a mind full of good sense. I look at the world with greater way, knowing that I have within me everything I need to create the life I desire. I give thanks for this understanding. I am grateful for the spirit of life that lives through me, and so it is. All right. Thank you all.